that long. This is. We'll, we can just we'll, cut it. We'll, let's just be more concise. Let's just start it from the top. I like the Daily Beast thing, though. Yeah, no. To go back, I'm not saying don't use Daily Beast. I'm just saying, like, there's a lot of bullshit there. Definitely stick with the... I think we should go right into Best Actors, but, like, let's just fucking... All right, Best Actors, number one pick, who you got? I mean, I gotta go with my, my favorite badass, and that's C. Affleck. You know I've rated him a badass before. His... He put up a tear-jerking yet brooding performance <laughs> in... Manchester by the Sea. A challenging performance. Exactly. I, I mean, the, the Boston... I mean, you and me both know the Boston accent. It's not easy to do. And he fucking nails it. You know what it takes? Hometown boy. You need a hometown boy. Small town boy, that is. Hometown boy goes home and films Manchester by the Sea. The story writes itself. I mean... He hasn't had it. He, he's been snubbed in a lot of films. He should have won Best Supporting for Morgan and Goodwill Hunting. Uh, but he got snubbed. And But now that his brother is has that Oscar pedigree, his whole family is... Hey, I mean, he was, I mean, his brother was kind of along for the ride on the Goodwill Hunting train. But uh, Casey carried that movie, is what you're saying? Yes. And also, I also think he got snubbed for Gone Baby Gone. In a big way. Yeah. Because there's that scene where he's doing the narration, they're walking down, hey, I was in the Southie Projects. I was being a Boston street <laughs> And he was all like, oh, this is Boston. I forgot my Air Force Air Force Ones. He where, was, hey, Denise, where are my Air Force Ones? He was all like, yo, Denise, where are my Air Forces? He's uh, like, Denise, where are my Air Forces? I gotta get stomping in my Air Force Ones. Big boys. <laughs> uh, where are my blue jeans and my Air Force Ones? And he was like, he was all like, you couldn't get these colors if you had a personal genie, kid. He kid. was all like, kid. Well, how about them apples? He was all like, kid, you couldn't get these colors, kid, even if you had a personal So anyway, genie. let's get into the nitty gritty stuff. What do you make of these sexual harassment charges? He's uh, your bad. He's your favorite ass. Defend him. Defend your boy. Okay, so my, my boy Casey, he's been coming under fire for this harassment that people are slandering him with. I mean, and... Okay, so, of course, no means no, but let's make a distinction right here. This isn't sexual assault. It's it's harassment, which can, at this day and age, can be as much as a wink. And when you're Casey Affleck and you're winking at a broad, he, you you think that you're they're going to be salving. I mean, the guy's a 10. Can you dispute the fact that this guy's a 10? He's well-renowned handsome. He's naturally good looks, way cuter than his brother, and his brother gets gives me a semi, so you know. So do the math on what Casey Dude, gives he's got me. Do the math. Casey. Do the math. His brother gives me a semi. He's other than his brother. <laughs> do the math. Distributive he, property. Dude, he's got a hot, sweet ass about him. Ooh, he does have a trunk in the junk. Uh, <laughs> That's what I always say. So yeah. anyhow, uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, Casey Affleck, he directed a little... I mean, the thing about Casey Affleck, not, he's a dual threat. Not, not only, not only is, it, is he an Oscar-nominated actor, he's a world-round... Din- documentarian. Documentarian, exactly. Yeah. No, I mean, so he, he directed this little documentary called I'm Still Here. It's a bit of a mockumentary-documentary hybrid. Well, what I like about Casey Affleck is in his documentarian career is how he keeps them in the family. You know, he keeps the exactly. like, the richest flow, like whether it's in law, outlaw, 
Uh, and or, he is certainly or, an outlaw. <laughs> I mean, the he, guy is an outlaw. The guy's an outlaw, but he takes care of his in-laws is what he does. Exactly. And Joaquin, another one of my badass picks. Joaquin Phoenix. Happens to be an in-law of his. And so Joaquin... I, he, he kind of has a Southwestern feel about him, that Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, yes. Does he not? Southwestern swag. If I'm Correct me if I'm not, but... Correct me if I'm wrong, but Joaquin Phoenix, I'm pretty sure he owns a golf course in Arizona. You better believe he owns a golf course. Yeah. Um, he definitely, if, if not, he's definitely an equity member. And so I will say this about, because you're going to read the claims that are substantiated or not in terms of his sexual harassment. But if you've seen the documentary, the tone of the documentary is him and him and Joaquin, Joaquin and all of his boys, they're doing some lines, they're cutting some blow, they're, they're buying whores, you know. And uh, they have this one guy on the crew, and they, they often try to have him expose himself because he's got a big cock. And when you're a guy like Casey, you gotta, you got to get your laugh some way. And it's it's going to be by showing your boy's hog to, to any dame in sight. So what I understand, I got a little article in front of me. It's it's a little expose. It's from the Daily Beast. That's where I that's where I get most of my news because I'm a beast, Ooh. and I know the Daily Beast is a beast on a on a regular base on a, on, a, on a daily basis. I mean, there's nothing more reputable. It says than it right. Dot com. It says it right there in the name. DailyBeast.com. So anyhow, so we know it's a reputable source. It's similar to the New York Times, but I think it's a little bit more... Cor- it's a little more beast. It's more a little bit more incredible. Um, exactly. And I mean, I, I, it's a, like this is beast mode news, baby. So it says here, um, she claimed Affleck ordered a crewman to take his pants off and show White his penis. I assume White is the guy's last name, not... I hope they're not... They're not... Because know, being race, racist, because anyway. he would probably prefer the term European American. Yeah, if I, I'm guessing, I don't know. Or honky, or honky, either either or. <laughs> show show white his penis even after she vehemently objected. She claimed that Affleck repeatedly referred to women as cows oh. and recounted his sexual exploits with reckless abandon. Oh, I mean, who hasn't? Who, who? If you're if you're regaling on your sexual exploits, I hope you're doing it with reckless abandon. I will say that I don't want to prove of the other two I don't matters. How well structured uh, regaling of your exploits? Get crude. I want to. I, 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 I wish I, I want to feel like I'm there. Yeah. Peeking through a peeking through a uh, keyhole. I want to smell the with scents. My, peeking through a keyhole. I want with my Nikon camera. I want some olfactory details. I want to be able to smell this sexual, this sexual exploit, this this sexual conquest. I want to be able to feel the juices on my on my backside. Oh yeah, give me some juices. On my backside, some bodily rolling, fluids rolling, 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 down, rolling down, down my back like, like the, the, like the hills of Hero Hirojima. Oh yeah! All right, so go on. And uh, and then also, she she described an instance where she was prevented from returning to her bed from bedroom during shooting because Affleck and Phoenix, the Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix, that is the uh, his brother in law, the, the golf club proprietor, uh, had <laughs> locked him had locked themselves in their room with two women where they had sex with them. Parentheses. Affleck was married with two children to Phoenix's sister, Summer. Great name. All right. So shout here, out, shout out, the OC. At the time, say. though, the couple had recently split. Totally on the up and up. I mean, dude, you know what's on the up and up when if you're dating, if you're if your ex's brother is in house, but also being the one that's going at it with you, you know that's up and up. And I mean, this girl, she's upset. She got sexiled. She got sex on, and she's jealous yeah. because she can hear that girl in there getting ravished by the 10 that is Casey. Hold on. Let me, let me read the next clause. 
Um, Affleck attempted to manipulate her into sharing a hotel Ooh. with him. While she resisted what he claimed, he grabbed her threateningly and attempted to scare her uh, into submission. I don't know. That sounds but, a little... Hold I on. Mean, I can't, gonna, I can't we'll, advocate. We'll cut, the, we'll cut that part out. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just do. She allegedly that... She, she also alleged that... Affleck attempted to manipulate her into sharing hotel with him. Hey, you think Affleck is isn't in cahoots with the travel agent? Okay, he's not in the he, like. Who is he to see? Say who gets booked with who? Like they only have a certain well, amount of budget. You know, how documentaries get in the, yeah, in the grants. Gritty, gritty. Like yeah. they, these things run on grants. Exactly. There's only so much grant money to, 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 to go, go around. around. Okay, so they get on the travel agent. If you want to share a room with Affleck, he's the boss. Okay, he's he does the room assignments, and the travel agent just I mean, books the rooms. You got to manage your per diem better, is is what I gather from that. And how do you manipulate? If you want to, if you don't want to share a room with the with the director, then you manage your per diem a little bit better and you get your own room. Right, or boy up an extra and, and figure it out. Yeah, but. I mean, I will say, I, 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 I want to go on record as saying, I don't support any extracurricular grabbing. I don't, you should never break touch barrier against the will of anyone. But, <laughs> but, in the same breath, why wouldn't you want to room with Affleck? The guy's a 10. The guy's an absolute 10. So, and, I, he, and he takes care of himself. He's so, in the gym almost every other day, at least hanging out, tro- like trying to, Manipulate some girls to, Manipulate some girls into To shack up with him Splitting a hotel room uh, So I mean I In think Vegas Which is a totally Like classic Hollywood I movie. think we're both in agreement Because pretty much This is a two horse race For best actor It's Denzel versus Casey And don't get me wrong I love me some Denzel But I think we're both In agreement that Casey deserves this This Oscar Denzel's been there He's gotten his Let's say Let's at least run through The other nominees The most notable What's really sticking out to me I didn't even know this Viggo Mortensen Is making a comedy They call What did they used to call him The Scandinavian Bullet I think it was Or just Bullet For short Some guys just call him Bullet Because he has a license License to kill And to break the speed limit that exactly. He, he 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 likes to ride around on a land speed. He's he's going for the land speed record. I from what I hear. People, cops will like not pull him over because they're like, don't worry about bullet. He's just going for that record. He's they they also he's, call him the one man autobahn because because <laughs> anywhere he goes, it's like he's on the autobahn. It's as if he's on the autobahn. And it, and luckily, like they even like he, like he obviously lives in uh, Stockholm most of the time. Or, Stockholm, Sweden. Or Oslo. That's where he spends most of his time. Yeah. Living on a Viking ship. And, uh, but like, it, <laughs> and the house of the US, he has, he's a big car guy. And, they, yeah, in his LA house, they actually let him, all of his cars have uh, Vigo as a license plate. Vanity plate. No, there's vanity plate, but like repeats is what I'm saying. Like, they allow, he's the only guy in the US, I think they allow that. Yeah, well, because like, what you have to keep in mind is the zero. Because the there's a lot of guys out there who tried to do fake the fake Vigo. So, well, because he has it's some of them are just zero and some of them are O at the end. And then he uses those slash marks that you sometimes see through O's and zeros to just carry on the rest of the dupos. It's still they're giving him headway, but they that's how they try to rationalize so it. He's nominated for a picture called uh, Captain Fantastic. Are you? That's yo, Captain Fantastic, which I hear is absolutely uh, remarkable. Despite uh, being called Captain Fantastic, a lot of people refer him to as, as it's that's remarkable. A, that's a remarkable man. Yeah, I mean, but every, I'm guessing I haven't seen the trailer, um, but 
but uh, I'm guessing it's probably like an animated, um, maybe something like maybe oh, the fanciful incre- animated. Maybe the romp. maybe the Incredibles are in it. Might be featured. Maybe a spinoff of the Incredibles. I'm not. Um, well, because Captain Fantastic, everyone knows Mister Fantastic is the Fantastic Four member who gets all stretchy. And Captain Fantastic is just... He did, he did military action, is what you're saying, right? Yeah, that's what I was trying, <laughs> that's what I was trying to get at. Uh, so moving right along, we got Gosling nominated for La La Land. I would have liked to see his nomination for uh, The Nice Guys, because that was my favorite picture of the year. Totally snubbed in every category. But I mean, people seem to like this La La Land movie more on that later when we get to our best picture noms. And then we got Andy Garfield's former Spider-Man. Yo, I got yeah, that Nice Guys movie was badass. Yeah, those guys like were kind of nice kids. They were like, oh, did you? Yo, Chris nice. Crow, and, and they nice. had, <laughs> and they had Crow in it. Yeah, dude, I when it, I thought that movie was gonna suck, and guess what? I ate Crow. <laughs> <laughs> nice, hey, dude, nice, dude. Anything about that? Nice movie is nice. Hey, I will say Gosling. Nice. Terribly funny in that movie. Terribly funny. I mean, people forget he's got comic chops. I mean, he's sex money fame. He's got it all. And you got that right. <laughs> uh, all right, and next we got Andy Garfield, Haxel Ridge, which I think is going to be the dark horse to sweep, from what I understand. Big, I have big money on Axel Ridge. Love the odds. Long odds, but I love it. I just love everyone involved in that film. And then... Um, and our- Denzel, obviously, for the movie about boundaries. It's about exactly. It's a city ordinance type of movie. Yeah, it's city. I think he's a city planner or something like yeah. that. Yeah, we'll get into that a little bit later. Plus, he he also likes to do some fighting with like swords that got knobs so, on them. Let's go. Knobs, I'm, I'm gonna rank them. Uh, I'm gonna rank my picks one through five for the for best best actor. Number okay. one, obviously, C. Affleck. C. A. Despite his uh, transgressions. Yeah. Uh, also, number two, I'm going to have to go with Andy Garfield. He's cute. He's cute. He, and he, he rocks a mean slick back in that movie, which you have to respect. We all wish we could pull that off. Number three, I think I have to go with uh, the, the human Autobahn. No, the, yes, the, yeah, the human Autobahn, uh, also known as the Scandinavian bullet. Bullet to his friends, bullet to his boys, Viggo Mortensen. Uh, number four, I'm going with Gosling. La La Land didn't particularly. I don't particularly. I'm not particularly interested in La La Land, but because he did Nice Men, I'm all in on. Just be, I'm not. I'm that pick is more for Nice Guys than I'm because he did Nice Guys. Word word. It's a bias pick. I mean, but and then rounding out my top five is Denzel Washington Fences because I thought he could have. I would have preferred maybe. A, a like a white picket, but it was more of a chain link situation. Ooh, I don't like that. How you said white picket there? No white picket. I know what you meant, but I'm talking about how like that's the American dream, and that's what I root for in all movies. American dream. Nice save. Hey, nice save. Um, all right, so yeah, my picks once again. I'm going CA Casey the boy number one, and I'm. On- in his discretions, for whatever reason, call me a bad person. Transgressions. They've only oh yeah, good call. They've only fortified my my affinity for the man. Badass is he, he's in the hall of fame of badass badassery. Dumb. Badass dumb. Badass dumb. 
because he's a total dom and his transgressions <laughs> only once again fortify that then number <laughs> number two i'm gonna go dw because the man is just he's pure class i'm gonna go number three for ryan gosling but protest pick ryan gosling as the star oh, nice, nice oh. guy if you had any guts you'd put him at number two I don't at, though. As a protest pick, but hey, you have to have. I have to back up your guys. Just let me do my it's own just thing. Your, all right, all right. Um, and then number four, I'm going. You know, big Vigo Mort. You know, because he's got a right to break the speed limit, and that gets me off. And then we'll round it out with Andy Garfield. He's cute, but uh, I'm a Tobey Maguire fan, and those guys hate each other. For obvious reasons, I don't have to go into it. So, because of my love, my you know my love for TM, uh, I'm not going to do him dirty like that. I'm going to put this guy in the basement. All right, all right. I'm not happy with your picks, but I'm pretty. I don't care if you're happy with my picks. I'm a renegade. I do my own thing. All right, all right. Let's get on to the consult your notes because we're getting right into the. Uh... Best, uh, the best pictures. Best picture reviews, and um, then we're going to give our picks. I'm going to put a caveat on these reviews. I've only seen Manchester by the Sea out of all of these. Uh, how many films have you so consumed? I haven't seen any of them, but I've seen all of the trailers. Me as well. So we screened those together So we both Before the podcast, we screened all the trailers because trailers... Give I for in my opinion they give a more accurate representation of the movie than the actual movie. I couldn't agree more. You know? Um. So, what do you? Who? What? What's your, your pick? Dealer's choice. Your your pick first. Should we? We're not going to go in ascending orders of what we nope, watched because my notes are all in mixed order. So let's start with La La Land. Then La La Land. Hold on. All right. Start us off because I need to find my thing. All right. Um. Maybe we should have had you pick. Oh, I got it. All right. La La Land. It is. Uh. Nope. Hold on. That's not La La Land. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I'll go right into it. Now, I haven't seen it, but I saw the trailer, and from what I could tell, the musical numbers, the score, was lackluster. I'm not a fan of musicals inherently, but I will say I was a big fan of Chicago, not only because Richard Gere is a celebrity crush of mine, but the score was catchy. It was good. The songs, you want to sing them again. I didn't feel that way about La La Land, and I, I... I kind of I was able to pretty much um, ascertain this from the the trailer, but I've also heard tell of this. I'm not gonna lie, I've heard people saying this. Gosling, he wasn't made for for theater. The guy's looking at his feet through all his dance numbers. The guy couldn't kick his eyes off his See, feet. See, that's I heard other. I my mother saw this movie and she couldn't have had more glowing reviews. Oh, a woman liked Gosling. Oh, shocker. No, but century. no, get this. She said she, he's a he's an undercover phenomenal musician. Little, uh, little but musician. I, what hey, was he I'm playing gonna, instruments? Yeah, he plays piano. He's a fucking concert pianist or something. Oh, so um, I thought he played harps. I wrote notes. I have. I hate Emma Stone. Anti Emma Stone. Her ma- something about her mouth. I don't know. I it's just, a cocky mouth. I'm not interested in her mouth. Um, she emotes. Gosling. I will say this. He wears money suits in this movie. He's a slick. He, he, he's, a, slick. He's, he's a smooth. He's got nice threads. He's a smooth operator, from what I understand. He's got a nice khaki suit. He, he wears it mostly out to the movies. There's uh, there's a fellow by the name of J.K. Uh, Sim- Simmings and this bald guy. He's uh, good. He's from the drumming movie Whiplash. Also, thank you for smoking. 
Also, thank you for smoking. Andy's the uh, that's mustache. And, no, Andy's also the the Batman. Uh, the the no, the, the, the Spider Man, the, the Spider Man press, uh, press uh, the Daily Bugle, the guy. Daily Bugle. He's the uh, editor, editor in chief, editor and chief. And I will say one thing about Gosling in this movie is he's accused of being a traditionalist. Oh, which elaborate? Uh, in the trailer, they're like, "Stop being a traditionalist so much," and he's uh, like, "Yo, I'm old school. I fucking." I, I I take the garter off my, my girl's leg when, at my wedding. That's how old school I am. Well, here's... That is... That's, <laughs> that's what he said. He de-garters so many, in, so many, in, so, in so many words. That's like as old school as it gets. And I mean, here's what I will say about Gosling. The guy's ageless. Like, at first, when I saw this, I thought maybe they The were, guy could play a 19-year-old. I, exactly. I thought that they were doing a notebook musical, but... Uh, what's her name? The original star of The Notebook. She looks haggard. She looks old now. So they swiped in East Stone. That's what I thought when oh, I first saw upgrade, it. Upgrade, upgrade. Ra- Rachel McAdams. Not McAdam. for me, though. Not for me, though. I mean, I'm Ra- not, not, hey, not interested in Stone. I mean, more interested in Oliver. Rachel McAdams, she looks old now. If they were going to make a Mean Girls re- a remake, Rachel McAdams would have to play Tina Fey's character. And guess what? Gosling could no step... No one's buying it. Gosling could step in seamlessly to Aaron Samuels. Easily. Seamlessly. Seamlessly. He could play that all day. So, I mean, that's what I have to... But, and another thing about this movie is the, the name's a little too childish for my liking. Like, La La Land? Like, be like, more... What, what, are we playing a board game right now? <laughs> all right, let's get into my favorite one. My favorite one of I haven't seen it, but it was my favorite trailer. I didn't know what was going on. Uh, Hell in High Water. I mean, that movie just it looks badass. It's a sp- from it's a spaghetti western. Was uh, it was directed by an Italian. I didn't know that. <laughs> that's you know that's why they call those that, don't you? No, I think you're thinking of fettuccine western, <laughs> <laughs> which is more like a. It's more of a. Uh, it's like a. It's like Northern Italy kind of outlaws thing, like, but it's it's more of a sure, sure, or like Sicily. It's kind of a Sicily, right. like Western. Yeah, I don't. You you should probably know more about that. <laughs> um, we got a, thoughts on the feral lookalike in this. Uh, it goes by the name of Pine, Chris Pine. I mean, he's a pretty famous actor in his own right. Yeah, he's got his own chops, but he's he we can we know what he's doing. He's trying to trick people into thinking he's in the in the trailer. At least it was fairly obvious. He was a. Uh, Trying to trick people into thinking he's Colin Farrell in order that, them to see the movie. Am I wrong? That's what he. That's what I thought when I first saw it, and then I, I sniffed him out by the end of it. But yeah, I mean, to the lesser, to the less trained eye, you're going into that theater thinking I'm going to see. Steve I'm going to see the new Farrell flick, and he's going to be Irish, and there's going to be an Irish tinge Tone to the spaghetti it. western, yeah. which would have been appealing. A nice brogue in within the spaghetti western confines to be like, oh, let's go rob the bank. Oh, I, hello. Hello, let's go rob this. My uh, my cabbages are uh, a bit well done. Don't I, you say there? I'm hey, a, I'm oh, hey uh, I, now that you say it, I gotta go tend to my potato bog. I'm out of Guinness money, so it's time to go back to the bank. Do you have any Hagen dolls? When I can't my afford, friend? when I can't afford Guinness, I was driving in my rag top. <laughs> All right, let's, moving right along. Your boy Jay Bridges is in it. What do you, you mean? I know you love him. He's he's a focal point. I liked him in the. Uh, what did I? Uh, no country for old men. He's he's no stranger to a spaghetti western. Bridges is in that movie. I don't, maybe. 
It, it seems like he. Hey, you don't know. You've seen that movie more than you care to admit, and and you you don't even know. You I could be. Even, yeah. He's so he's so ingrained into the spaghetti western modern spaghetti western culture that uh, you you don't know which way is in. All right, is up. That's fair. Um, I mean, all right. So the the gist of the movie is spaghetti western. We got some outlaws robbing banks. Uh, there's gambling in it. That there's some poker playing. I noticed, which I'm I, I like. Uh, also, I think they get into some sort of they play a slots tournament, baccarat. Uh, they get into a little baccarat, high stakes backroom, backgammon. Um, I mean, that's yeah. All I have to say is, is it's a fast paced, hot blooded, seed edging trailer, and that I mean it makes me kind of want to see it. It's easy on the eyes. Got a lot of good. Good All right. In there. Next movie, your your pick. Well, let's go right to the front runner here, uh, Manchester by the Sea. All right. I'm, I'm. Yep. What do you have to say? So I mean, we've 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 recapped this movie before. I think everyone probably knows the plot. Uh, Casey Affleck's brother dies. He has to take on the kid and become his quote unquote guardian. And he has to move South Shore to North Shore, which is a big move. Migration. It's like it's what the it's what the seagulls do every year. <laughs> it's what the Boston Seagulls do every fucking the year. Fucking and I'm not talking about the Cape League team. And I'm not talking, I'm not talking about Bugsy. I'm not talking about the Endicott goal. I'm not talking about Bugsy. Which are also, hey, that, that might be why they, they named them that team that Well, name. because, I mean, here's where I don't, what I don't like about the kid in the movie, the the... the the nephew is he's all like you're a janitor in Quincy. What if what the fuck do you care where you live? And it's like, all right, you're asking the guy to move to Quincy, which is a great South Shore Wait, town. Mo- no, he's moving to the North Shore. Oh yeah, yeah. He's used to. He's like he's that's he a likes jump. He likes Oriental women. Just doesn't matter what his job is. And Quincy, he's there for the Oriental women. He's there for he's the Oriental tale. They don't. It's. I don't think they. They didn't show it in the trailer. And I'm sure they don't show it in the movie. But it's clearly implied. He loves that Oriental. It's fast more. Gash. It's more than. It's more than obvious. It's fucking more than obvious. And uh, another thing too about that movie is like they're all like Casey. When are you gonna be warm up to this kid? And he's like, I'm working on it. Which is like, that's badass. I mean, you know. <laughs> What else do you have to say about this? Uh, my favorite part is the uh, is the kid is he plays for Rockport uh, Rockport Sports. You know you gotta love Rockport, and I love sports. Rockport. So you know he's an artist. Yeah, you know the he's kid's from an Rockport, so he's, you know this kid's an artist. And I'm not talking about like a, I know there's a lot of artists up, but he's he, but he's an artist on the on the hockey rink. He's a, <laughs> he's not he's an artist out there on, on his two blades. Oh yeah, the kids so are fucking. I, I like that, and I like how he's always trying to figure out who his guardian is. He's always like, "Where's my fucking guardian? Where's this guy it? doesn't want to be my guardian. You're not my guardian," he says. Dude, uh, like it's like it's all he's all like, "Dude, where's my guardian?" He's like, "Where's my dude? Have you seen my guardian?" Yeah, <laughs> that's the sequel to that. Dude, where's my car? Bro? Right, dude. It's like, dude, where where is my car? And then it's like, dude, have you seen my guardian? And then he's all like, "Hey." Casey's all like, what, are you fooling around with all these girls? And he goes, nah, it's just basement business. It's strictly oh, basement I wrote, business. I wrote basement business down, too. Because I know I haven't seen the movie, but I, I would assume basement business, I've seen the trailer, and I know for a fact basement business is a, it's a big part of the movie. Out of the <laughs> it's a focal point of the movie. Yeah, it's, I heard they dedicate at least a quarter of the movie to, to it. To basement business. 30, a good 30 minutes. It's a two-hour yeah. film picture, am I wrong? That sounds about right to me. You saw it, not me. Um, all right, I mean, let's move along to Lion. All right, Lion. Um, not my kind of movie, I'll say that. I it's just not my kind of movie. I wasn't crazy about it. Um, 
from what I saw. I mean, the slum dog kid is My favorite good. part about it is when the guy's talking about Cal- Calcutta. Just a great city name. Yeah. He's all like, oh, I'm from Calcutta. <laughs> and uh, it's like, cool. It's like, cool name. Uh, also, we're talking about the Slumdog Millionaire kid, Sal Paddle, or something his name is. Yeah. Something like that. They call him Sal Paulo for short. Sal Paulo because he's fucking vacays down in Brazil and Ibiza all the time. Uh, but so the guys are regular. In but um, my my, I think the biggest drawing point of this movie, the only one of the only bright spots, um, is Nicole Kidman. Nikki Kidman is in. Yeah, Nikki Kidman, and I obviously love Nikki Kidman. You have a huge crush. I have on a her. huge crush on her. I don't know if you've seen um, Eyes Wide Eyes Shut. Wide Shut. Sure have. She's in her prime, and I mean, she's primo puss. She, she she is primo puss. Well put, well put. Um, and I really enjoy her that. And she she's like doesn't participate in like the, the extracurriculars in that movie, but like she doesn't put like, a mask on per se. Uh, but she still she still wears her boot her birthday her her, her boot. Birth, her birthday, her birthday suit. Ooh. Ooh, no, that's kind of a, that's kind of a crude pun. Oh, I see what you did uh, there. But I do wish she went to the orgy party. Actually, the Hollywood well, style orgy the, party because she can wear a mask like no one else. Here's the thing about that movie. Better than Jim Carrey. I'm about to fuck your mind right here, right now. She could have been at that orgy scene because guess what? That's the whole point. You don't know who's in that orgy. Tom Cruise oh. he tries to penetrate that orgy, but it's a masquerade. See, they don't, they don't, uh, they don't actually show that she's there, but it's clearly I mean, implied. Kubrick is such a sicko that you know she's one of those. Girls. You know, because Kubrick's all about second viewings, third viewings, fourth viewing. So you're gonna view this for the sixth time, and you're gonna be like, "That's Kidman's toes. Those are Kidman's toes." <laughs> I can see yeah. clear as day. What, what, what is Kubrick trying to tell me here? What is what what is this new twist that I never noticed before? That, those are totally Kidman's feet. Uh, oh, just, so everyone knows that great directors love feet. By the way, Tarantino, Kubrick, uh, long line. There's a long line. Uh, David Lynch. <laughs> uh, the, uh, the other thing I have I wrote down is uh, this sucks. I wrote down it sucks. Um, and also I've. Uh, Nev Patel has a sweet, sweet locks of hair in this movie. He's rocking long hair with some facial hair, and he looks, he looks. Uh, Indian people should do he that. Kinda, more. He's yeah, pulling it off. Yeah, he's pulling it off. I think the long-haired Indian look is very un- underutilized. Yes, I'm not trying to be racist here. I just think it's probably the same kid. He just has like uh, Andy Milnakis disease, maybe. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, another thing I will say: the only thing I garnered from that trailer. In terms of plot, is that they're trying? There's, there's like the family got lost, and they're trying to reassemble it. What's with, what's up with Indian movies and like long lost family members? Like that's pretty much what Slumdog's about. It's like, oh, I got separated from my family. Uh, it's like quit complaining about it, bro. Like, let's try to, maybe like let's have a couple drink cocktails and live it up for. A bit. I guess like, like, while, so while your while your family doesn't know you're gone, right? You live know? It up. like live, live it, it up. up, live it up. I mean, I mean d- d- have d- a cocktail, down a couple singas, you know? Exactly. Have a cocktail today. Get crazy in Calcutta. Find your family tomorrow. Calcutta's great club scene. But get like, out there, bro. I don't want stop. Like make your own world. I don't know. Live your life. I mean, in, in India, like these movies are their biggest form of. Ambassadarian to America, and it's like, why would I want to go to India with my family if I think we're going to get separated? That's the message that they're conveying through both these films. 
what, I want to go to India, lose my my sister, I have to spend all yeah. the movie finding her? Yeah. Uh, I'll pass. I'll, 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 I would love to visit Calcutta, but if that's the case, Calcutta is the I'll only just place go back to Ibiza. Cal- I'll, tell you I'll just go back to Ibiza for the hundredth time. Or, or Sao Paulo and, and work on my crossbow uh, accuracy. Um, all right. Uh, for I'm gonna pick the the next the next flick I'm gonna go with is uh, Snowden. It's about uh, it's about a man who lived in an igloo, igloo for six months. <laughs> I don't know that that's what it, I think it's. I think it's I'm a, just I just I know a lot of people like probably think that's true because the title was very misleading. I, yeah. I watched the first I watched, I watched the first 35 minutes of that movie thinking when is this guy going to Alaska to live in well, live in his, his igloo? I thought it was there was going to be a blizzard at any time and he's going to be like I got to flee the country but I'm snowed in. Oh, see, I thought he was living. I thought it was about a guy living for months in a, in a snow in a den, den in a, a den snow of den. snow. Yeah, sure. both. It's very. The title's misleading. Turns out it's about uh, NSA. Uh, from what I understand, it's about that guy Eddie Snowden, who is a traitor slash hero. The jury's still out. I'm not a political guy. I'm not I don't get into it. I'm not going to take a I, I would. I would be willing to bet if Vegas would would lay me odds on this. Um, that he probably lived in an igloo for at least some point in his life. That's the only thing I'm sure about. That's the only thing anyone can be sure. Traitor, about. hero, I Traitor, don't know. Inuit though, po- Inuit poser. <laughs> maybe yes. <laughs> um, and so J- uh, probably JGL is the is the lead in this one. I love I love me some Gordon Levitt. I will say this about this movie. I saw your boy JGL was in it. I'm not a huge fan other than Ron John, which I have. Uh, screened by myself multiple Mo- times, like tens of tens of. Well, times. I mean, there's and uh, I don't want to get into that, but that's kind of personal. But uh, <laughs> well, here's what I'll say about Ron John. But John, but, but uh, Ron John sounds like the name of a skit. Don, well, it's Don John. But every oh. <laughs> every time I watch it, I have to take breaks for some reason. I want. Hey, I wonder why. <laughs> There's a lot of porno in that movie. Oh, I wonder why. <laughs> so anyway, I think Fastbender could have done a better job at this role. You think it should have been Fastbender? Yeah, though? I think Fastbender got stoned. Well, I <laughs> forgot about the the meeting. It's a little bit of an Afro man type of scenario. Where I was gonna apply for the movie. But then I got high. Then I got stoned. Well, so, I mean, here's the thing about... That's better is, like, kind of lives by his own rules. Here's the thing about JGL is, like, uh, is you know he can do accents because he kills the Don John accent when he's, he's, you know, out there... In pursuit of Joe Hansen, and he's all like, he's all like, "Yo, I'm I'm Yo, Don John. I'm a slick. Uh, I got, I'm, I'm a New York. I'm a I'm a smooth talking New York and slickster. I love my hey. ride and I love my place, dude. He's a, dude. He's a New York talking slickster. So you know he can do accents. So what what happened here? He sounds like somebody. He's a social chameleon he, in that movie. He's be honest. He is be honest. Don John. Oh yeah. Ron John. Yeah. Ron John's like a surf shop and. I get why you made that mistake because you know JGL can shred on the on the waves, but yeah. I, here's what I'll say about JGL on that is, is like it kind of sounds like he's doing his best Andrew Luck impression. I mean, to be honest, like the suck for Luck campaign, straight grade A trash. <laughs> it's grade A trash. That's a pretty good luck. I mean, good luck, bad luck. I still have a horseshoe on the side of my helmet, <laughs> so I kind of I wish we had a more of a. Uh, Navy blue instead of a royal blue, but suck for luck campaigns create a trash. <laughs> uh, that's a fucking point. That's an on point luck. You, I didn't know you had that in your arsenal. Hey, I just got lucky. Oh, 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 oh. Um, on you. 
Pun you, you got bad. me good. You got me Pun good on bad. that one. All right, so from the main drawaways I got is uh, JGL does a money uh, voice first for the, for Snowden. No, not great so much. voice. It would have been better and suited. As I, don't, I saw from the uh, the. Uh, thing is the guy says he the guy says hey you're 40 minutes late or like you haven't been here in 40 minutes he's like actually it was 38 minutes the guy's punctual oh what? snowden keeps track of time to the minute because he's, he's to the minute doing serious he probably business. had it to the second too well because he's bad but like he didn't want to come off as pretentious so he didn't say the second and you he's, know he's battling big brother so you have to be punctual and guess that's the one thing i will say about this i agree with the sentiment of battling big brother because i hate my dad so of course I'm gonna I'm gonna hate Big Brother goes hand in hand. Dude, weren't you adopted? Come on, man. I I, I love my the father who raised me. I hate my biological dad. Anyhow, uh, let's move. Anyhow, on. Uh, I noticed in the trailer you got dragged along on a hunting trip. I don't want to harp on that too much. Just wanted to say it. Gets imagine Snowden getting dragged along on a hunting trip. Um, next point is Snowden. He, whenever he's in the airport, you don't want movie, to get dragged along on a hunting trip, huh? <laughs> no, Snowden doesn't. I wouldn't. Oh, I wouldn't mind. You have no problems with going. I have no problem with that. I would love it. I love killing uh, rare animals. <laughs> um, but the second thing I wanted to get into is whenever he's in the airport in that movie, he's kind of whenever he's walking around, just kind of roaming, like and loitering and stuff, sure, like sure. as he does, um, as he's he's a world renowned loiterer. And what he does is he does a Rubik's cube with one hand. Yeah. They call him the one hand man. Well, and then he kind of passes it off to the security guard. And, 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 and that's how he distracts the security guard to get through. <laughs> yeah. Customs. No, he'll throw like, it up in like a very like mesmerizing. Cavalier, ca- yeah. yeah but, very, but, very cavalier, but also very like kind of, kind of a nerd chic kind of way. Right. Well, he's bringing it back to Inception where it's like, is that a Rubik's Cube or am I, do I have, I don't know. So like. The, basically, the gist, of the, basically, the, basically the gist of the movie is like this guy Snowden is like mad into like the like cell phone records in America and like sure. NSA, CIA kind of crap. And there's a bunch of documents that are like a big deal. And he's all like, "We can we show him the documents? Where are the documents?" There's Where like the a big hubbub about the, about documents. I don't really, I don't know the verdict. What actually happened with that? But that's pretty much sure. That's the gist of the movie. Yeah, it's a um, document film. But not to be confused with a documentary. All right, let's get into uh, Hacksaw Ridge. First of all, I want to come out and say this. Great name for a movie. That name just draws me in. Anything with – you could have named it Hacksaw uh, Bubbling Crude and I, would have, and I would have watched. Anything with Hacksaw uh, as the first word, I'm, wa- I'm seeing it. Hacksaw Jim Duggan, must-watch wrestler. Hacksaw Viscera. I would watch that. Another Viscera is another good wrestler. wrestler. My favorite. He should have gone by Hacksaw. Should have gone worldwide. <laughs> Absolutely. So let's get into Hacksaw Ridge. It's a true story. It stars Vince Vaughn and uh, and, and, and Andy Garfield. Yeah. And guess who is behind the lens? Uh, probably the best director of the gener- of our generation. War movie. Extra- hey, he's nominated for the Oscars, but he is no stranger. He's no stranger to winning. He's no stranger to winning. He's done it multiple times. Yeah. Uh, ever heard of a movie called Braveheart? It's probably the best. A, a fellow, I, an Australian fellow by the name of Melvin Gibson. 
Oh, the Melvin boy. Oh God, he's a, he's a, he's an old great. He's he's a he's a Holly he's a Hollywood institution. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I mean, the thing about old Melvin is like, some people are going to be like, oh. Oh, he had a DUI one time. Oh. oh, and like the same people who get on Tiger Woods for having his fender bender that one time. It's like exactly. get over it, you know. It's like he had a little DUI. Get off, get off his back. Drink. Yeah. Like, give me a break, you know. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm glad to, I'm glad to see him down at the at the Wang Theater this year, or the the Holly, no, the Chinese Theater, the famous Chinese, the theater. famous Chinese Theater. <laughs> And hopefully the Hollywood will pay his dues, pay him his dues. But like, there's something about Hollywood that like just doesn't jive with old Melvin in these days. There's something about him and his relationship with Hollywood that they're at odds. They're at odds. Him and the I town. I can't quite put my finger. Him on. and the town council. I think it might be a zoning issue with his house in the Hollywood Hills. Whether it's O two, whether I think it might be a big time O two nine oh eight issue. Yeah. Beverly Hills, it's a whole thing. That's a whole. That's a whole different. It's a whole other thing. As, as, as a couple of guys who live in, we'll have to bring in our uh, outside Hollywood. We'll have media. to bring in our real estate advisors if yeah. we want to talk about that. Here's what but, I. Have, uh, here's so what I I understand from the movie is Andy Garfield rocks a dope slick back and he has a Southern boy accent. And he's kind of beasting it. Yeah, from what I understand. Oh, no, he pulls it off. Here's my only gripe with this film, and the, the the whole premise is that Andy Garfield he wants to enlist, he wants to do right by his country, he's a patriot, but he has this set of morals where he won't touch a gun, he just wants to go and help. So why not uh, why not suit up with the old Red Cross and just become like a you know work in the old uh, infirmary? You know, <laughs> like why does he have to be a soldier? He could totally yeah. just be a medic. Just just become a medic. Oh, you, you want to help people a in war? A, a nurse, though. I don't think he would be a full medic. He doesn't have the balls. Garfield, no, he doesn't have the, like, the, the physical well, strength. Well, a, a medic still has a little piece on there. Oh, side. wait. We totally forgot. About, oh, so the, the premise of the movie is he, this guy refuses to carry a gun yeah. in battle. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you We went that? over. That's why I said, why not become a medic? Oh, so what I thought when I first heard the no gun in battle, I assumed, I think he was kind of going for a kind of a ninja type thing. Oh, like hand-to-hand combat? Hand-to-hand combat, you know? I think he's more of a pacifist, but you might be onto something. I think he's, why I think he's just so com- I think he's so confident in his, in his hand-to-hand combat abilities that, like... A gun's just going like, to slow me down. He's just going to slow him down. Yeah. Like, he's He's been doing Tai Chi for at least, like, three three months, I think, is what they said in the trailer. Right, and he's mastered it. He's mastered Tai Chi, so it's a three how hard program. can karate be? He'll Tai-chi. figure it out once he's on the field. Exactly. <laughs> once the lights go, he's kind of, like, practicing. Trial by fire. He's, he's kind of like he's kind of like the Allen Iverson of the uh, of of the military, because he's, right. like, practice. And he's, like, I'll just get arms? out there and fight. And he's, like, firearms? No thanks. What am I? What am I, a pussy? Yeah. <laughs> what do I need a fucking firearm to fight for me? Yeah, might as well have a fire hose out there. He what are you guys, what are you guys so worried about? What, what, what are you guys getting so excited for? Yeah, he's, what are you so getting all excited? Everyone's about? like, oh, I need a firearm. But what are you guys so excited for? And then Vince, I'll Vaughn. just, I'll just, hey, you, you know what I'll do? I'll just won't get hit by any of the firearms, and I'll punch them in the mouth and break their and break their neck while I'm at it. You know, I've done Tai Chi for and three I, months, right? I've done Tai Chi for at least three months, and. Frankly, I can I know how to I know how to break a human neck. And frankly, my love, I don't give a damn. You know, I used to live on a farm when I was a kid, and chicken necks are pretty similar, pretty similar and anatomy. I can snap those like um. And I like how they call it a hellfire of a battle. 
I do. Oh, this is the one part I did want to bring up about the trailer. Favorite part of the trailer is uh, Garfield's getting climbed up, and some hard-ass Marine guys like climbing up one of those like uh, wooden walls that the military guys climb. And uh, he's just like he's on the rope, and he looks down at Garfield and just fucking and just stomps on his face, just beasts him down. Oh, that's nice. It was badass. I, that was my favorite part of the movie. Um, I also noticed in the trailer that they they put the um, from the from the Oscar award winning director Mel Gibson. They didn't say Mel Gibson. They just said from the Oscar award winning director of Braveheart. Curious omission there. Yeah, that's curious. a curious omission. I think they should have gone with, like, done by Melvin because Mel- he's kind of gained, like, so much fame where it's, like, we know – if you say Melvin, Melvin, we know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah. Like, it's like Shaq. From the award-winning director, Melvin. Right. Like, we know what's what. It's like it's like Cher or Prince. Or Shaq. Or Shaq. Not on, like, Shaq. Or AI. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, What's the next one? Let's go to Fences. Right, let's power think, through these. I think Fences is the last one, honestly. Uh, we have that other Moonlight one. Let's do the Moonlight one quick. Quick, all right. Uh, I don't have much to say about the that. Jenkins, the world around Jenkins directed it. It uh, has this guy, fellow by the name of Remy Martin, who... Um, Remy Martin from... From House of Cards. Yeah, yeah. He's kind of a, he's kind of a politico in that, but he's none... He's not even close to a politico. He's in the this. opposite. He's a gangster. He's a... Uh, no, yeah. He's, in, he's tied into it. And uh, there's a fellow who I don't know if you guys the seen The Wire. Yeah, the kid is gay. I don't know. I don't know if you've seen The Wire, but there's a guy who looks like Marlo in it with gold teeth, and he also looks kind of like Terry. Uh, remember that guy from Viva La Bam, like the crazy Terry guy, the skateboarder. He Ray looks like Young. he looks like that guy. No, he, his name's like Wild Ass Terry from oh, Viva La Bam. He's a Viva. pro skateboarder. Viva La Bam, baby. Uh, Viva La Bam, it is. Read I, your notes on that one. All I, have, all I have is the kid. The kid is gay. The the young black oh, man yeah, is the gay. Kid, uh, and that a uh, Remy Martin's Remy kid. from House of Cards. His kid is gay. And and Remy's a rocking a dope mustache. The mom's a crackhead. That's all I know about it. Not my kind of. Once again, not my kind of movie. Not my kind of movie. Uh, Let's one move on more. to Fences. Fences. Denzel uh, has kind of a Training Day vibe to it. Absolutely. Um, but Denzel does not commit any crimes, as far as I know. So here's what I have. And the, the, hold on, before Finish, you say anything, piece, this is my piece. major point. What I gathered from mm. uh, when I watched the movie is uh, Denzel does not like his son. No, that's just a fact. He doesn't. He told him so like three times. Like he's like, "Yo, I don't like you, but like I need to like I have to get back to my job as city planner, and, right? And make sure this this city is zoned correctly." Exactly. So, so here's what I gathered from not the movie, but so Denzel obviously he's he's got another Oscar bid. People, some people put him as the front runner, but I've kind of been watching a lot of Denzel lately, and I've kind of diagnosed like what people what he does pretty much in every movie where people think he's great is he just like he's got this really great cocky way about asking questions so for example in this trailer the kid is like oh wow wow why don't you like and he goes don't you eat don't you eat every day don't you eat every day and then uh he's also like uh what's he he like the kid is like he kid's like, why don't you like me? And he's like, it doesn't, does it say somewhere that I have to like you? Yeah. Once again, asking cocky questions. And like this, if you think back to training day, which you mentioned, he's also like. Going up? He's also like, I didn't know you get wet. Oh, oh, you did PCP? Oh, I didn't know you get wet. And then he's also. And he's also like, you in the office, baby. 
going he, up. And then he's also like, when he's chasing <laughs> him, when he's chasing Ethan Hawke down with the shotgun, he's like, I'm surgical with this. How do you want it? <laughs> How do you want it? No, he goes, I'm surgical with this bitch. I thought he said here. I like no, surgical because, with this here. No, no. How but, do you want no, it? No, because he refers to the, uh, I don't I'm I'm actually a little bit perturbed. You don't know this. He refers to the shotgun as the as bitch. bitch. He's like, remember, he like throws it at like Walter or whatever that white guy's name is. Yeah, and he's like, yo, like th- th- I call this the bitch. Like earlier in the, he's like, yo, like take the bitch. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. That's he, right. He's like, You're I'm right. surgical with this bitch. I'm surgical with this bitch. Yeah. And then he's all, how do you want? Once again, asking questions. And, and then, then he's standing then he, on the top he of go the car. Plays, and then he go play. Goes to the local arcade and plays some Donkey Kong, King Kong. I mean. <laughs> yeah, Donkey Kong, King Kong edition. No, he's all like, Donkey Kong ain't got nothing on me because he's so good at Donkey Kong. He's beat it so many times yeah. that he's like, he's like, you guys don't think I'm surgical? Like I've beaten Donkey Kong so many times that it's got nothing on me. All right, I think we got all the movies. That's it for the Oscar talk. There's a couple other movies, uh, Arrival and something else. Um, I don't remember the name. But it doesn't matter. Those Not ones, my kind those of movies. Ones. So let's rank them. Let's rank them one through whatever that uh, is the amount that we uh, did. All right, I'm going to start off with number one. Obviously, Manchester by, Manny the, sea. by the Sea. Number two, Hacksaw Ridge. Ooh. Or uh, I'm, I haven't. I'm going to swap those. I'm going Hacksaw Ridge number one overall because I haven't seen Manchester by the Sea, but Hacksaw by the Ridge has sold me with its with its Hacksaw with it, by the Ridge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with, with with its first name. So I'm going with Hacksaw Ridge as number one. Cool. You can skewer. You can lampoon me as much as you hey, want for that. I respect your pick. Number two, I will go Manchester by the Sea. The movie is a little bit too nautical for me. <laughs> Number three, I I'm gonna go Hell in High Water because it looks like a dope ass fettuccine western. Mm-hmm. So, all right, Miss Pope, that's more. That's like more what that's you're. That's like Italian director. That's more what you're into. The good, uh, the bad, and the ugly. Fettuccine western. A spaghetti western. Um, and it's got a Colin Farrell lookalike, and I'm, I think I'm just gonna watch it and pretend that I'm watching Colin Farrell, and I'll think it'll make the movie a little bit better. Cool, cool. It's gonna boost it up. That'll do. That'll do. Um, number right. three, I'm gonna go with Fences because um, I'm I'm interested in real estate, and yeah, and, and, and you want to build a and, pension and, as bad as the next hey, guy, and, and who better than to learn from Denzel Washington? Number three, <laughs> number uh, no, sorry, number five, I'm going to go with Lion, one of my favorite animals to see at the zoo. Uh, number number six, or yep, number six. I'm going with. Um, did we go over Moonlight? Yeah, I'm going with Moon Moonlight. Cool. And my final pick is La La Land because if I wanted to p- play La La Land, um, I would be asleep right now. Yeah. Dream in in You'd my be dreams. In La La Land. All right. Two years. My number one, Manny by the Sea. We've talked enough about it. You know why? We all know why. Number two. I'm going with Snowden protest pick. Oh, I sorry, I totally forgot about Snowden. I'm gonna throw in actually. I'm gonna insert Snowden after as my number f- five pick after Hell and High Water or our fences. I forget which one I picked for. Well, all right. So Snowden number two protest pick because it's not actually nominated, but it uh, should have been. And pretty sure it was. Though. I chose that because I hate my dad. Number <laughs> three. Um, I'm going 
uh, probably like Hacksaw Ridge, just because uh, Bridges is the is is the man. They should have called. Honestly, they probably sh- should have named it Hacksaw's Bridge. But if you have that good of a first word, you can kind of go matter. with it. You can kind of do whatever it you want. Be called Hacksaw Lava. I'm gonna leave that. Yeah, it could have been. <laughs> Hacksaw Land would have swept. Yeah. <laughs> if if Lala Land only threw Hacksaw in front of it, we'd be having a whole different conversation. And Gibson was buying the lens. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> next, I'm going with the Gibson vehicle. Um, Wait, is that Hacksaw Ridge is the Gibson? Hacksaw Ridge is Gibson, baby. Oh, okay. The next one I'm going with. And I'm with, not talking about the guitar. Next, I'm going Hell or High Water because it looks fast-paced. Got my juices flowing. Got my cock semi erect. Um, <coughs> then I'm gonna go with. I um, mean, you know, I really don't care now. I'm just naming them: um, fences, moonlight, La La Land. Uh, it, it, it doesn't, yeah, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't after matter. the top three, it doesn't. Even yeah. Matter. All right, so I think that's enough for Oscar talk. Should we move into the grifts of the week? All right, grift of the week. What do you got? All right, my grift of the week is a classic grift, one that I've pulled in my heyday. And one that you can pull as a yin if you're, you know, playing, if you're doing athletics or if you're a little down on your luck and you, you need to uh, do a little <coughs> swap and drop, and, you know, maybe, t- maybe take the, 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 the winnings to eBay, which is find your local dick sporting goods. Anyone will do. Go down to the lacrosse section slash the tennis section. Now, these, these, these dick sporting goods, they're superstores. And guess what? They're hiring any any Tom, Dick, and Harry to work the registers. These guys don't know sports equipment, least of all lacrosse, second least of all tennis. So all you got to do is find the most expensive lax head slash tennis racket. Get the sticker that's on that one. Rip that thing off nice, nice. Actually, the rip-off does – the initial rip-off you can go any way you want. You can go ape shit. You can tear it three ways to – Calcutta, it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, but the next vacation spot, you, then you take the cheapest one and you want to do that one nice, nice. You might even want to bring a little uh, Q tip with a little rubbing alcohol. Yeah, on what it. about some lighter? To that light creates the, a nice to light the the, the things. Yeah, you, you're gonna want to dry it with a lighter as if you just rolled a bleasy. But um, you take a little alcohol or any solvent, any solvent will do. You rub it around the sticker, you need a base, it'll right? come down nice. Then you take an Elmer's glue stick purple edition you you dab that on to the to the expensive head you place the sticker on you go to the cash register and you my friend just got a top of the line piece of sporting equipment for a discounted price probably a razor pro a david price <laughs> that's one david price probably like a cyber or a razor Dude, pro i used to always rock a cyber or a matrix back in the day I was I was always into like the technological names. Sure, and you're a you big know? Kiana fan, and I'm a huge Kiana fan. And Cyber like has a lot to do with it's the like, Matrix. I think it was a prequel as a head to the Matrix. It was. That's correct. Best face-off heads. Both great face-off heads. And like you're the type of guy. I actually broke two cybers because I, like, I was such a beast. I I act, this is like a true story. I think I broke three heads. I broke a razor, a cyber, and a razor pro face-off. I think the third one was because I used a uh, I made a woman a woman shaft no a uh, wooden shaft in a wood shop class before a game one time. And the dimensions and weren't quite right. The dimensions were way off. 
and you really uh, had to jam that thing on. There. And I broke my my uh, my razor. I don't think it was a razor pro. I was just bragging. I think it might have been just a regular. That, razor. That's you being too cocky in your woodworking. And that's no, the, the third head was happened. the Matrix. That was the one I broke. That's not the first. Now time. I were now I use a Revo, a Revo Pro, a Revo Pro. That's a defensive head. It's the one Che Guevara would have used. <laughs> you got that right. Um, but anyway, anyhow, I love your grift. Thank you. Cheap lacrosse heads. Can't beat it. So my grift is a little bit different. So my grift is like, let's say like you're shocked up with like you're like you're in a relationship with a girl, okay? Sure. And you're like, hey, like we're we're having a baby and you're like, I'm so down to have a baby. You're like, I'm I'm, I'm into it. So like let's have let's fire up a baby. And uh Oh, no, no, no. You're not even doing that. You're not... Sorry. You're not having a baby. You're just like, let's adopt one. Cool. Because it'll be easier. It won't do... won't wreak havoc on the your girl's plumbing. Right. Like, you'll be good. Like, we'll just get one from overseas. And you we'll, can talk her into it by yeah. saying, there's enough children in this world. Yeah, we'll just get one of those things from overseas. Jolie's they're, been doing it. There's a surplus in China. We'll just... We'll grab one of those. Sure. And they're, they're cute as shit. Sure. If we don't like it, we can give it back. So... <laughs> What I'll do is you, you we'll, we'll adopt one of those kids. Sure. And then uh, you, what you do is you break up. But like wh- wh- when you adopt the kid, is like you make one of your boys, like one of your buddies, uh, a godfather. Okay? Yeah, naturally. And uh, and then like you break up with your girlfriend after that. After you adopt the kid, make him a godfather, and then uh, you fake your own death. Mm-hmm. Which would be very easy. You'd probably just crash your car like off of hey, a, off of like a, a it, like no, no, like just push your car into a quarry and game over and like and like maybe like pull out a couple of your teeth and throw them and in there. Some empty bottles. Yeah, some so, so they think that you were wasted. Boozed up. Yeah, yeah. Um, so like once that happens, you move down to Acapulco. You've already have a nest egg down there. You've set one up. Pre- you've already set one up. You've stolen it from your girlfriend who you just. Just through the curb, right? She is still like worried about the baby. She has it in her possession. She's like, warning you, but like what you and then boom. Next thing you know, you're down in Acapulco. Everyone thinks you're dead. Your boy, all of a sudden, is the new father. <laughs> <laughs> Pranked him. Pranked him big time. He didn't even know what happened. Next thing you know, is he's the new father. You so- pull one over on him so hard. <laughs> So let me ask you this. He has to be. It's by it's by by the uh, by the uh, orders of the Catholic from the Vatican from the top. So, so I mean, here's here's what I would have done differently for a double whammy effect. Since you're gonna be skipping town anyway, let your girl have the baby. Let her plumbing get get wrecked to to, to the ninth, and then now all of a sudden your girl's dealing with less than. Brand new plumbing. No, and your but boys it's not can... funny unless no. You have to. What, <laughs> I don't want to get into what you'd have to do for that to be f- cool, but well, because you don't want your own kid. That you don't want to ditch your own kid. No, because then the, the responsibility. If it's a all right, what you're gonna have to do is murder your girlfriend. Is what you're gonna have to do. Just that way, your boy. So like, I'm gonna redact it. that whole plan. Is like. What you do is you still like you, you're so faking. Grift. Sorry, I messed up the whole grift. You don't break. You well, you do break up there just for a little heartbreak, you know. 
But sure. what you do is you murder her on the side. <laughs> so then there's no living heir to, to, to this little Chinese child. Fake your own death. Your boy, Godfather, you're, and he's all like, oh, thanks so much for making me the Godfather. What an honor. What an honor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What an honor, he says, <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a mocking tone. Sure. That, which you suspected, which is why you're pulling sure. the script over on him. You fake your death. You're down in Acapulco sipping my ties, and your boy's stuck with a <laughs> stuck with an adopted child. Nice. And plus, you could name. And then on his 18th and also birthday, you could name you could fly back. And and you could yeah, you 18th birthday, you could fly back and say, hey, let's let's go back to Acapulco, sip some my ties, have a good time, teach your boy. The drinking age is 18. Teach then you. then you you're living <laughs> off the fat of the land. You got a new drinking buddy, and turns out it's and, your adopted and child. Even if he hates you. You're not on the hook. You're not on the hook, but if Godfather's it's in, if it's in Mass hook. 21, Mass, you're on the hook till 21, so keep that in mind. Be, be careful about that. Um, all right, let's do, uh, what are we doing? Are we doing segments right now? What was that? That was Griff's of the Week. Now we'll move into What Men Do slash We Did and Who Do You Want. All right, what's your, what, let's do What Men Do first. All right, so for my, this week on What Men Do, this is um, a very practical, very, this is something that I actually do every weekend. And uh, if you're anything like me, I'm carrying a little extra weight around the tummy area. Maybe you're just unsightly, like my partner here. You're going to have to use your mouthpiece. I've heard people describe you, uh, you as unseemly. I mean, I'll take that as a compliment. As in your pants, your pants split open. <laughs> Is that a fat joke? <laughs> Is that a fat joke, asshole? Uh, so, yeah. Uh, if you're anything like me, you're, when you're out at these bars, you're out at these these club-esque places, you're, you're not going to be able to just, you know, dance up to a girl like your Casey Affleck and have her salivating to, to you. You're going to have to use your mouthpiece, a.k.a. your, your, your speech. You're going to have to spit game at these broads. So the best place to do that is in what I like to call the sig lane, which is outside where all the people are smoking up. And uh, let me just tell you this. If she smokes, she pokes. So that you got that going for you, uh, and so what you do to break into a, you hear what you do is you want to overhear some girls talking about what, whatever have you something that you have something to say about, but you don't just go in and say it. You're not a fucking abrasive asshole. You go up and you ask, "Hey, uh, I'm so sorry. Can I bother you for a light? One of them's gonna have a lighter. It's just uh, if you know you can Common deduce decency. that. You can deduce that they're gonna give you a light. And then as they give you that light, you come in with a cheeky comment about whatever they're talking about. Now all of a sudden they're gonna accept you into the group. You're mixing it up, and then you can take your pick. Next thing you know, you're you're halfway to Acapulco with with an Oriental uh, child. Next child. thing you know, you're setting her up for the, the Acapulco griff. <laughs> Two months from now, you're gonna start laying the groundwork yeah. for that. <laughs> So watch out, buddy. If I ever name you Godfather, you better keep your head on a swivel. God. So yeah, that's what men do. We get laid. We get laid with what God gave us. We get laid, and then we, and then we, we set, and then we, and then we uh, murder our girlfriends Woo! and set up our boys with Godfather Oriental children. That's right. That's right. That's what men do. A.K.A. we get laid, we get paid, and we have it made in Acapulco. Hey, I'll see you in Acapulco with my Mai Tai. With my sweet, sweet Mai Tai. All right, so now it's time for uh, We Didn't Start the Fire. We're running a little late here, so let's let's keep it crisp and let's keep it crisp. Don't have a lisp. (laughs) Hold on. All right, for We Didn't Start the Fire, we're going to do AIDS. 
AIDS. Bad disease. McConaughey hates it. He <laughs> cures most people of it. Um, anything. Gay people get it a lot. Sure. Back in the day. Um, it used to be a death sentence. Not so much anymore, but it's still no fun. Magic Johnson uh, is, is, has it. it. No, he has HIV. Doesn't have it yet. No. Um, matter of time. And uh, that's... I mean, the government might have started it. I heard Eisenhower was involved. Right. Um, That's pure hearsay, though. Yeah. Um, All right. Yeah, that wraps up the... the, We didn't start the fire. AIDS. Avoid it, people. All right. uh, Final uh, uh, saying... What what, what do we do? Uh, New remarks. Closing remarks. Uh, My closing remarks are that... I know the academy is pretty uppity. They're pretty liberal. They've given that that um, that politi- that quasi political nonsense spewer uh, Streep. Streep. They've given Streep countless awards, so that tells you the kind of person they like to reward. And now we have two people up this year, Casey and Mel, who they don't seem to like for various reasons. Let's just hope they do the right thing. I agree. Um, I'm pulling. For, as I said, Manchester by the Sea and Hacksaw Ridge and Hell in High Water, the Spaghetti Western. Um, that's all I said. That's like my FaceTime. Um, those are my three picks for sweeping. Like, And I hope La La Land goes down in flames. It ain't nothing but an Oscar party.